everyone. Howdy ho. <laughs> How is everyone? Hopefully good. All right, let me get everything set up. Shadow's out of breath. She had to come fix my computer. I know. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've never. It's in all the times that we've done this, it's never popped up like that. I know. I know. It was crazy. It's they're trying something new. It's because restream can now you that you are a guest. You can stream to your channel as well. I said that in chat to you. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. Good morning, everybody. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Andy. Hello, Just Chaos. Hello, Ghost Rider. <laughs> Hello, Christina. Hello, Freaky Geek. Now, now. What's it doing now? Calm down. Because the font size and everything on YouTube side now is all friggin' messed up. Well, that, I don't know. Well, it was fine until we fixed Restream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll have to look at it after, honey. I'll just blow it up. Okay. That works as well. Third story window, it should come out just fine. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Good I morning, been, everybody. I would have been quicker, but on my way down, one of our clients were leaving, so I had to say, stop and say, hey, easily distracted. You had to stop and say, hey, easily distracted? I did, I did. Holy yes. shit, they were checked into our, our hotel, and I had no idea. Right, right. Hey, hey distracted, <laughs> Nicole, Andy, Freaky Geek, uh, Ghost Rider. Christina, did I get everybody so far? I believe so. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I had to say goodbye to them. They had a family emergency. So, which one was it? Um, Terry, the one that w drives the white truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was supposed to leave at like three this the three this afternoon, but she's like, I'm gonna go while the sun's out. <laughs> oh, is she driving back? Yeah. Thank you for the lemon. Uh, where's she driving to? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. I don't know. Easily, did you know? Easily distracted. Did you know you were here visiting? <laughs> yeah, easily. Where do you live? Because I'll tell you what, you're one hell of a fast driver. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the lemon, guys. Yes, thank you for the lemons. How is everybody today? Having a good day? No. Free, I know. <laughs> You're having a crazy day with the internet, with the computer. No, just your show. <laughs> Freaky Geek said that he's having trouble having reading on YouTube. Oh, I got my font. Well, I, I think I got it fixed. Ah, uh, easily distracts in Chicago. Fast driver. You ain't kidding. How'd you get through the borders? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Canada shut down their... Uh... What borders? I know, right? <laughs> it's pretty damn good. All right. Sorry for the late start. Hey, sweet morbidly bear. How are you? Good morning. You know, I, I think 
what is it? Uh, sweetly morbid. I, I, I think they're just morbid. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're great peeps. They're definitely going to fit in here. <laughs> O'Hara Airport. There you, there you go. See? Great day to do that. See? What, what if Wednesday we're talking about UFOs and O'Hara Airport <laughs> got beamed up and just boom, they're there. I had no idea that Raven flew to Chicago. I know. Hey, just Jim. Hey, just Jim. How you doing, Hans? Welcome, welcome. So, yeah, it's been a crazy morning already. <laughs> you know how I had to fix my net? Well, well, I guess it, yeah, it does kind of show it. At least on our screen, it does. What's that? You had me change my name because it it can pop up shadows. Oh yeah. Well, my name's not even on 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 my camera or anything. So why the hell did I have to change anything? I know I you because I don't know for some reason I just don't like the way it looks on there. I mean, I can put our names up there. No, oh no, no, I'm, it, it it doesn't matter. I was just like, well, it made no sense for me to change my name if we don't put them up there anyways. Right, right. Well, that's before I realized you were actually hosting the show. I told you. <laughs> I know. It tried to make me the host of this damn thing. And it was like, no, 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 no. That's not how this is going to work now. (laughs) They wanted him to host the show, not me. They're like, screw you, Shadows. I can host tomorrow's now that I already know uh, the story. Well, we would like a foot of snow, Jim. You can send that up here because when it snows, it gets warmer up here. What you talk, <laughs> I, Jim? I ain't got nothing to do with that part. <laughs> Listen, my computer says it's two two degrees. Uh, that's what mine says. It'll go up to thirty degrees if it snows. Well, maybe not that high, but. <laughs> and it's got to be the big snowflake, so. The Roblin, the Ferengi, and the Klingons. Klingons. Yeah, they circle your anus. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I used to know some Klingon, but I can't remember it now. Well, I never named mine. (laughs) (laughs) You're an ass. Oh, Aww. sorry to hear that, Morbid. I hope your day gets better, hon. <laughs> hey, so, as long as it's ghouls and not fucking Darth Vader, we're good. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> Welcome to the Shadows of the Moon podcast slash live show. Thank you so much for listening and coming in and hanging out today. Today is Wednesday, and you know what that means. UFOs and conspiracy theories. It means one day Missy can talk straight. (laughs) Now you blew it. Now you jinxed it. Thanks. (laughs) Love you, too. As always, I would like to say a huge thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all our donators, our live listeners, and our podcast listeners, and the people that come back and watch the show. Or come back and listen to it. We appreciate you so much. What'd you say? Or come comes back and just listens to it. Hey, Pammy. Hi, Pammy. 
So oh. just to let you know, if you do donate, it all goes back into the show to buy books, materials, and all that good stuff so I can bring you the best show that I can. If you would like to support the show, you can do it a couple different ways. First off, sharing, liking, and subbing is a huge way. That's the best way to do it in my book. And always um, make sure you make a comment, though, so YouTube doesn't remove your name. YouTube's been doing that. If, if you sub oh, you when they sub, yeah, yep. yeah, I get what you're saying. For a minute there, you lost me. Or you can head That's over not to tippystream.com forward slash shadows of the moons or anchor.fm shadows of the moons one forward slash support. Or this <laughs> way is buymeacoffee.com forward slash shadows. All the links are in the show notes, of course. And at shadowsofthemoon.net. Today, we are talking about some UFO headlines, plus, of course, UFO stalker to see how many UFOs have been seen this week. And then we're talking different types of aliens. It's not the KGB book, but it's different ones that I found out about. Well, not found out about, I knew about, but, you know, they're talking about more in depth, I guess, um, than the KGB book. UFO, we're going to talk about a UFO that crashed that had an abductee on board. That's crazy to me. I read that story. I was like, oh, damn. Telling you, he's the one that made it crash. I know. That's what Eddie says. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about the Voronez UFO incident, what happened on September 1989. And if we have time, we'll be talking about other encounters picked up from the internet and sent in by viewers like you again i hope everything is well with everybody and let's go ahead what we got what we're here for and that's the encounters hi bug hello my bugaboo <laughs> andy he knows how much he loves to do the floors right floor hockey is fun wait a minute how is she? How are you out of school already? She's not. She's just in between classes. I was going to say, holy crap. We That's, said, oh, man, Andy, I did read that. Damn it all. Did you read what Andy wrote? No, I want that. What the hell did he write? Just to let you know that if you donate enough, Eddie can fetch Missy some chicken fried steak. Missy, don't read this. Oh, <laughs> That's so mean. And, and when she says donate a cup of coffee or buy her a cup of coffee, she means a cup of rotar. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Eddie calls my coffee is rotar. Well, and that's being, you know, that's really being mean to rotar. <laughs> so first off, let's go ahead. And I didn't even pull it up yet. Let's go ahead and pull up UFO Stalker and see what we got. Freaky Last Geek. Week, we got Freaky Geek. You said a UFO Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, there was 54 sightings. That's up 18%. Last month was 282 sightings, up 12%. Last year, altogether, since this is the first year of the What If Wednesdays new, uh, of the new year, 
Last year, there was 5,210 sightings altogether. And that stayed the same. It's up 0%. Look at that. Andy knows your coffee recipe. 20 pounds of coffee and four drops of water. <laughs> hey, that's right. Oh, easily distracted. Said with wind today, minus nine outside. Oh, it's just now popping up on mine. I'm sure we're probably at probably negative one, negative two, somewhere in there with the wind. Right. So a little bit of jumps of UFOs, seeing UFOs. When I look, I was looking at the stars last night. I could see Sirius, Cyrus, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, and what was the other one? I don't know. I was the only one you, you told me about, so. There was one next to it. I I use, I don't know if you guys, oh, my phone's right there. I use, um, what is it, what I use? Skyview. Your phone. Yeah, I know. It's on my, it's an app on the phone that I can point my phone in that direction to see what star it is. Just to make sure that it's not a UFO. <laughs> yeah. All right, get talking fast so I can go to bed. Okay. Yes. Eddie is the one that got up at 4 a.m. this morning, not me. 4.30. 4.30. Okay. So, obviously, we know there are different types of aliens, right? Right. Um, so, in this article, they tried to classify all the species in one place. Well, they didn't get all of them because we had the KGB book. And if you haven't watched that, I don't know, it's on my playlist somewhere. I think we did that, what, two years ago? Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, somewhere in there, I think. Yeah. I believe it was before you even started hosting, did, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean my channel or co-hosting yeah. with you? Yeah, ho co-hosting. Well, yeah, but either way you look at it, yeah, it was before I started co-hosting. Right. So um, here we'll go in a little bit more depth of them. Well, not really depth, but you know what I mean. So anyway, and knowing what they said is knowing what aliens can look like can be useful at any time. After all, meeting with aliens doesn't always bode well. So the first one that they show is the insectoids. Let me go ahead and move this over here so I'm more looking at the camera. Um, and these guys... Let me pull that up for you guys so you can see. So that's the insectoids. That looks like Ant-Man's pissed off cousin. Yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> so these guys... They obviously resemble insects in their appearance. Insectoids are characterized by their large and convex faceted eyes. The limbs, they can either have limbs. I have to tone this down a bit because I can't read this. Um, let's see. Insectoids are, a species, are specifically extremely rare of extraterrestrials. They are characterized by their large and convex faucet eyes. The, lambs, the limbs of these aliens have a bizarre shape. They are sharp like claws or tentacles. Now, this don't have the picture of 
they're but I believe if they're talking about the ones that I'm thinking of, um, they're the ones that look like praying mantis arms. Do you know it's what I'm freaky, talking about? Freaky Geek just said it, it looks like a cross between an ant and a mantis. Yeah, I believe these are the ones that have the arms like the praying mantis. Insectoids have incredible features that allow them to perform space flight at high speeds. Aliens of this type can withstand very high accelerations, up to 40 G. Under gravitational overloads, they can easily tolerate enormous stresses. Even um, K.E. Tabowski defined the characteristics properties of the insects. He personally studied cockroaches and conducted tests on them. The scientist was one of the first to determine that insects can tolerate huge acceleration and large change in gravity much better than mammals and animals. It is not only when the spacecraft is decelerating or flying fast that intense tension occurs. So we get splattered like a, a bug, basically. So we can't use that terminology anymore, splattered like a bug. <laughs> At least when it comes to gravity, gravitation and then, you know, acceleration. Um, and in the case of a sharp change in direction of the ship, it's an unthinkable load is noted. Only an alien ship can stop abruptly at full speed and frozen for a minute, then instantly change course, which we've seen that over the years. The next one is the three toed giants. Now, these aliens were most often seen in the lower Saxony of Germany. Uh, the distinct features of this race are as follows. Large growth from two to three meters. Large glowing eyes that resemble car headlights. As well as a huge head. Blurred external features. Ears and nose do not stand out. And representatives of this race have a special skin which has a light blue hue. They have humanoid limbs that are very impressive. Their ungainly long hand, larger than size head and three fingers. Now, ufologists have established that representatives of this race are male. It has also been observed that these giant cyclops never appear alone. A whole Rentu of midgets, of course, also cosmic origin, will certainly accompany them. So it, when they come, when they come down, they have a whole colony Army. with them. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then, of course, next we have the reptoids. Reptoids are very interesting extraterrestrial creatures. This type of alien is so named because their skin is scaly. Also, reptilians are cold-blooded like amphibians. They have a bumpy torso and long claws that have seen um, that have been seen on the limbs of these aliens. Yellow and green tints sick low. Their eyes are frightening. And in their area of their mouth and nose, they have a blunt process resembling a trunk which is, gives them dragon-like creatures almost a human appearance 
Which I could see that. They got, so they got the like, what is it? What would you call it? Bulbous nose? Kind of, I guess. Kind of looks flat to me. No, you can see that there's like, especially in this one here. Yeah, but if you look at all three of them pictures, they're all different. Right, that's true. But I think the way that they overhang, you know what I mean? That one, yeah. The other two look like they got smacked in the face with a two-by-four. <laughs> um, some claim that reptoids are characteristic or categorized by tendency to be aggressive, as well as sexual violence against members of the human race. Contactees even liken these aliens to Satan and his army. It's believed that aliens of this type are representatives of the dark forces of the universe belonging to the demonic sphere. And according to some reports, any mention of the name of Christ causes a ne negative reaction in reptilians. There are even an assumption that representative of the race, this is a prototype of the biblical serpent that tempted Adam and Eve. Now, I've heard, and through some research, have done, um, the research that I found is, is basically there are good reptilians and there are bad. And I'm sure that's with any race of ET creatures. You know what I mean? There's your good and your bad. Right. And the three pictures that are shown there, it looks like the one on the left and the one on the right would be reptilian. The one in the middle doesn't, I mean, the other two look like they, they have scales or, you know, rougher skin like uh, a reptile would. Right. The one in the middle, he, he doesn't look like he's got that kind of, uh, that roughness to the skin. Right, yeah. Sorry, just going through some comments to make sure that I haven't missed any. You haven't, I'm watching. Okay. <laughs> I know, I'm used to you because you weren't here yesterday, so. Oh, excuse me, I had to work. <laughs> <laughs> So then we have the dwarfs. Oh, Flickin' better not be here. <laughs> I know, right? So space dwarfs, they say, are like, and remember, this is just one website's opinion. Um, space dwarfs, like, rep, unlike reptoids, are peaceful creatures. They mostly accompany more intimidating humanoids. However, there were also cases of single visits to Earth by space lipitins. <laughs> <clears throat> or limitations. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Let's briefly um, let's briefly describe the appearance of this type of alien. The growth of these creatures is about a meter. They have short legs, and they have hooves. The forearms of dwarves are long and have three fingers. Do you have the right picture up? Yeah, it's these guys. Yeah, but you're saying forearms. I only see two. And I well, see feet, not hooves. I don't know. That's the picture that they showed. Okay. I, I was just making sure. Right. Um, the hands of the space lutins are very thin. They dangle and hang down to the ground. However, this does not prevent dwarfs from uh, moving quickly as well as running away from the pursuit of a curious person. Hey, no. So the parents... What's that? Nubs. Hey, Nubs. That's okay, hon. You're never late. 
<laughs> Nub says, Crab, three fingers, it's a distant relative. <laughs> um, but they say, so the appearance, um, it's quite funny to see them. As for the character, they have a friendly one. Dwarves usually wear silver space suits. It's a thin film that covers the nose, mouth, and ears like a mask to present on their face. It seems that dwarves hide their appearance from us, leaving only their eyes open. What's up, Matt? Hey, Matt. Second star survival. You're a space dwarf? So there you go. You're related to nubs. This is all making sense now. He's a space monkey. <laughs> oh, oh, space monkey. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so it says perhaps some people saw not space aliens, but the inhabitants of Earth in a carnival masks and costumes. So, yeah. What's he? Okay. The one looks like he's trying to pull something. Well, they both look like they're trying to pull something out of her hands. Like I know I they know. The, the way they made him look here is like that. They look like little leprechauns. Yeah. Whoops! I didn't mean to do that. But that's like, why. I was, yeah, they're mischievous. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's why I was asking if 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 this was the right picture for the story because it said forearms, they've got two. It said hooves, they got feet. Right. So I was kind of confused. I know. I know. I don't know why they, you know, did put it that this way. picture with the story. But <laughs> it, it, what the hell of a space capsule they're in, though? I know, right? Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. And he said, many muggers from space. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know why they showed that picture, but to, yeah, because it makes it seem like it's, you know, they're mischief. They're like, you know, never mind like goblins or, or, you know what I mean? Trickster. Right. Yeah. And there you go. There's a good word for it. Yeah. So n- next. Oh, that was weird. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to... It's so hard. I need to get a bigger screen for the side. That's nice, Matt. <laughs> that, that's, I like being spanked, only in confined areas. Oh, okay. That explains a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> So, synthetic work worker race. This alien race has its own specific features. The representatives are believed to be incapable of telepathy. The growth of these creatures is about one one and a half or one point one meter, and these their minds are compared to those of a swarm of bees. Representatives of this race were seen mainly on board their spaceships as well as underground bases created by these aliens. Get a screen that covers the wall so we can all see. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> what? 
Nub spanking Matt, Matt's ass in his closet? No, freaky. No. I <laughs> get a screen that covers the wall. I know. But, <laughs> but, but when Matt said I only like being spanked in confined areas, Nub says, like, my closet, Matt? <laughs> hey, Mo. Hey, Spitfire. Hey, Spitfire. No, hold on. I'm, I'm scrolling up to see. Mo had... He said something, and I totally missed it, apparently. Apparently, I missed it, too, and I'm sitting here looking at chat. Yeah, I don't I don't see anything. Is it not coming through, Mo? Andy didn't even catch anything. The chat is being weird. Sounds about right. Hold on, I'm going back. Hey, Matt. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything, Mo. No. Huh. That's crazy. Sorry, buddy. Apparently, it didn't come through on chat because I just scrolled almost all the way back through, and I don't. I didn't see anything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry, buddy. Absolutely apologize. You know, we, we do not and will not try to ignore you. That's right. Definitely. Okay. I'm sorry, bud. That's so weird. How come that indicate tag and all of y'all? Huh? Oh, was he talking to Andy and he tagged Andy and just, and it still didn't show up. If I'm getting that right. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I went all the way back through YouTube and I didn't, all I seen him say was uh, hi to Matt and, and that was the last thing I seen. Yeah, see, even Andy said it didn't come up on the screen. Huh. Hey, Prometheus Silence, how are you? Welcome, welcome. I'm doing, doing well. Prometheus? That is weird, Mo. It very is. It's very weird. Yeah, you're right, Andy. Andy said Mo usually takes everyone and always comes up in the past. Yeah. That is odd. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I'm... I'm, I'm I apologize. Usually I, I catch everything in chat. Is the orange coming up for everybody when you get tagged? I haven't been tagged yet. <laughs> well, it won't, come, it won't come up unless you somehow highlight their name to begin with. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. It is coming in orange. Okay. I'm just making sure that part's working. <laughs> Yeah, it's Andy's or it's Eddie's fault. Yes, yes, that is my fault. You done pissed off the MIB again. Good. <laughs> okay. As long as that part's working too, you know. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know, Mo. Any, I'm sorry. I don't see anybody coming up in orange. They, it's only going to happen if it they tag you. Oh, they tag me. Yeah, like 
here. Oh, you're not that anymore. I almost put your other screen name. Now you, when it, my thing comes in, you should see orange. Yeah, I got yours coming in orange. Okay, because I put just chaos. Right. I well, take no, because I... Hold on. He's like, listen, I've had enough technical shit to go wrong today. I don't need any more. Okay, I just tagged Andy and it didn't come up orange. It's not going to come up orange for you. It's going to come up orange for him. Andy, did it come up orange? <laughs> I'm going back to fucking bed. So now Andy. I know, Yep, we're shooting for second seed too. Ha ha. <laughs> Comes up orange for the recipient, and yeah, I came. Okay, I have fucking made it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm good. He's had a rough go today. <laughs> don't get up before. Yeah, don't get up at four thirty in the morning. All right, let's go ahead and get back. So we got, the next up is gray humanoids. (laughs) The growth of gray humanoids is also small. It ranges from 0.9 to 1.2 meters. Representatives of this race are um, non-script in appearance. They are distinguished (laughs) by a thin body. Their limbs are underdeveloped. And the fingers of gray humanoids are very thin with sticky suckers or sharp claws at the tips. I've heard them with both, too. Like, um, like an octopus thing? No, where they're just, their hands, they either have, like, suction suction cups on the kind of like octopus. Yeah, like an yeah. octopus. Or they have claws. Yes. Good old Asgard. <laughs> um... The classic image of the representatives of this race is follows a huge head, no hair, gray skin, blurred facial features, a slight nose, and poorly defined lip line. And then you just described Andy. I just and they showed a picture of Skinny Bob. Hold on, let me get am I sharing it? Probably not. I got to agree with uh, with Ghost Rider, though. Uh, they say the, the grays are the most common ones. Yeah. A lot of them are, are worker, kind of like work, worker bees. You know what I mean? That's that one. That alien right there, anyway, fake or real, I don't care what you say. In the documentary, documentary that I saw, made me cry. Do you remember that? Eddie? Yeah, yeah. It made me cry the way he just looked so helpless. Yeah, well, yeah. Remember that? Oh, I do. And he just like like he was scared. You think you wouldn't be able to feel for other beings or whatnot? But I felt for that guy. Yeah, you can you can see the the uh, anguish in his eyes. Yeah. 
I really did. All right, let me go ahead and scroll this back down so I can read. Um, let's see, where am I? Evidence of gray aliens are obtained mainly with the inhabitants of America. In July of 1947, in the state of New Mexico, Roswell, the famous crash of the alien ship occurred. It was the remains of a gray humanoid pictured above that were found in the scene of the accident. Scientists conducted an autopsy on the bodies, and of course this is all hearsay, and found that the structure of the internet, internal organs of the aliens is truly amazing. They had no exit holes or digestive system, and instead of blood, there was an unknown substance. The pathologist also did not find the liver or heart. Is possible that organs were also missing from the humanoids. As for the brains, its neutral neural tissues were significantly different from humans once. Uh, Morbid Bear says, you know, they knew everything everyone was thinking all around them, even before they thought it. Man, it's scary as fuck. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think agree. that's why he had that, that, that look of fear. Because he already knew what was coming. Right. Right. And I'm telling you, I did. I watched that documentary and I just, whether they, that was fake evidence or, or if it was real, it just, if it, man, it got to me. Just, I want to cry now just thinking about it. <laughs> just seeing his face, you know. And even though, you know, their eyes are, are that big and they're like just black, you could almost see that he, it, it wanted to cry. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I thought this was interesting, and this is, um, I forgot, I think it was Andy who brought up the, the like, black-eyed kids or humanoids in black clothing. They're on this list, and I never thought of black-eyed kids or hooded figures with the red eyes or anything like that being alien, but it kind of makes sense of how people feel when they see black-eyed kids or the hooded figure, shadow guy. Not shadow guy, but the, the hooded figure. Right? Okay. Like, it's that intense fear of what is this when they people see the black-eyed kids. And I never associated it with them being alien. If I'm understanding Spitfire correctly, I believe he's saying reptilian, reptilian aliens are the second most common one. Yes. Well, yeah, because everybody, that they're, they're supposedly um, running the government. All right. Now I'm seeing all those typing in that. Right. You're not an animal, Andy? Okay. What's B-E-K? Um, sweet Black Eyed Kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, Freaky Geek, you're right. Alien or not, Black Eyed Kids are just creepy. <laughs> oh, what what it, confuses you, Bear? I said, I'm so confused about B-E-K. Well, uh, Ghost Rider says aliens are extremely intelligent. We know that. Where do you think we got all of our technology from? It wasn't something that we learned. It was something that was was given to us, and we just progressed from there. Right. 
easily distracted asked have you seen don't look up no but i've been i don't know i've heard bad i i've heard good and bad about it um hey terry how you doing welcome welcome terry brown how you doing um i've heard that it was yeah a great fun fail yeah but no i have not seen it yet i want to though But yeah, again, like I said, I never associated, for some reason, that's always been in like, I have the files, you know what I mean? So Black Eyed Kids have been in the paranormal file. But after seeing this, I'm like, oh, that would explain, because when I talk about Black Eyed Kids, I get a weird feeling. Do you know what I mean? Telling their stories. You know how I am when I read stories, I, I'm... I almost feel what the experiencer goes through. Right. Yeah. You, you so put yourself like, in, in their, in their shoes. Right. So when like, I'm talking about spirits and ghosts and stuff like that, I have a certain feeling, but when I talk about aliens and then black eyed kids, it gives me certain other feelings and black eyed kids always gave me that more fearful, like, Mm, cringy feeling. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Bear but says, I never uh, associated it with aliens. Bear says the Fae. Um, but most don't consider them alien, yet they are. I've seen Bigfoot wise ones hanging with mammoths and little people, black-eyed kids. I just can't place what they are. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's why even in some of my stories that I, I share with that people have sent me or, or I found online, um, there are some, there's a category of uncategorized because I don't know how to fit it into my files. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like the unexplained. <laughs> uh, Terry Brown said, uh, wait, where did I see that? Yeah, I have heard that uh, many of our current technologies have been a result of alien crashes like Roswell and others. And, and exactly. And isn't that where we started or we started to understand what uh, reverse uh, engineering was? Well, yeah, that's what the saying is that they reversed engineered UFOs. Um, actually, I, damn it. What was I watching yesterday? Oh, damn. I watched a video. I can't remember what that shows like a uh, a UFO. Now they were on the ground, but it was on like an airplane, like one of our Air Force airplane. I don't know if it was ours, but just like a fighter jet, right? But it hovered up, and this it came from an air Air Force person. I'm not saying our Air Force. I can't remember for the life of me. And I was watching the video and it was like there, and this was like back in the day, you know what I mean? This wasn't like yesterday that this happened. This was like back in the day. I'll have to find it and, and maybe I'll put it on the forums or in the group. Um, but it was really weird. Uh, Ghost Rider, I would guess that an alien's IQ is higher than 350. If you believe in the Valiant Thor story, his IQ was like 800 something or well over 800 I should say. Yeah. Yeah, it would have made uh, Einstein look stupid. Yeah. 
um, being key, the results of uh, aliens getting abductions, abductees to breed with aliens. So I heard that makes sense. Not that I'll, um, you know, hybrids are make you feel that way. I know. Well, I don't know personally hybrids, but I've talked and seen with hybrids. You know what I mean? So, so they claim. I don't know. I, I'm not there. I wasn't there at the conception. <laughs> leave, leave the program legacies out of this. No, not that kind of hybrid. Oh. <laughs> that's a tribrid. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ghost Rider, yeah, I would say that was a, that's a good guess. I guess at different types. Uh, Bear says, as I, I as well, do you think that they resemble hybrids, that they don't live here per se? There's two sides of everything. Yeah, above is below. That's true. Maybe a dark hybrid. That could be. That could be. I mean, it's good thought. It's just funny that this article is what, see, this is why I like researching and, and like, looking at other people's theories that's why i have the open chat and everything because i love hearing your guys's thoughts on this as well because you know i just never thought of black-eyed kids as aliens but it makes sense of the feeling that i get when i'm reading stories yes snubs we know that we know that you are of the turtle kind yes he is a teenage mutant ninja turtle <laughs> So, okay, let's talk about them. They said, there are also some types of UFO extra extraterrestrials in which they can easily be mistaken for people since their appearance is almost identical to that of a human. Humanoids in black clothing, for example, are very similar to us. It would seem that they should not cause horror among eyewitnesses. However, these humanoids are dressed in, a special, in special black robes, so their appearance is intimidating. Aliens belong to this race have been found in almost all regions of our planet. Most often, eyewitnesses watch them get out of their ship, which is falling to the ground in front of everyone. People from different countries reported that members of this race appear in a group to repair the ships. There have been cases of black aliens making contact with us. However, the tone of their communication as noted by the eyewitnesses, was demanding or defiant. And that's what made me think of black-eyed kids. Um, they are a fairly good, they had a fairly good command of speech, speech. And the manner of the conversation of these humanoids resembled slang, typical of criminal environment. The aliens always wore black suits and black headbands. Eyewitnesses during communication with them experienced fear because these creatures threaten them, and they also demand not to tell anyone about their visit. The aliens in this conversation were interested in the profession and life of their interclux. Various small household items were very interesting to them, which surprised the witness. Some even considered that these aliens are recluse. 
who have long lived in isolation from civilization. And you think about it, that's how black eyed kids, that's what made me think of black eyed kids. Hurry back, freaky. Hurry back, freaky. Right, Spit. Mothman said, uh, could be Mothman could be alien, and so are faith folk. I think everything is just umbrellaed under that. That's my thoughts. So that's where it's hard to decipher because it's such a huge umbrella. Right, yeah. And the thing, I mean, they are alien to us. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong, like I believe like Faye. I believe that they're alien. They're a different species, obviously. Um, but they've been here for years. I associate Faye with elementals, just like sylphs. You know what I mean? But they are a form of, well, we're basically aliens to them. You know, we're a different species. We don't understand. Um, and I believe that the elementals are basically here to protect the earth. They're doing their job. That's a interesting way to look at it, Bear. I believe 100% that the Jersey Devil is actually a 180-year-old dragon. That's interesting. I never, ever thought of it that way. But I could see some why you think that. Do you know what I mean? That's well, yeah, that's true. That's why I love these conversations. <laughs> uh, Ghost Rider says uh, uh, 500 plus IQ is more logical. Yes, I, I, I think I would agree more on that. Oh, we know the Fae are ancient to this world. Yeah, I definitely believe that. I believe they could be the construct. The, you know what I mean? That Not the whole, like, making of the earth, but, I mean, well, it depends on what you believe. They're like the holders of the matrix. Kind of. Sorry, I spaced out for a minute there. I was trying to, my brain's trying to, I don't know, do something. <laughs> the next we come upon the Nordic aliens or the Pleiadians. Now, from some of you guys, you know that I believe that I'm not Pleiadians um, when I did my astral travel. When, um, for those who don't know, I, I astral traveled one time and I was actually, that's when I was doing my witchy ways and I was looking for the Akashic Records and they were like a keeper of it. Now, let me pull up pictures because we've all seen. Hold on one sec. Let me get these guys over here. Hurry we back, Mo. Uh oh. That scared the hell out of me. I was like, great tsunami. I can't shut the fucking thing off. Test of the Alaska Amber Alert System. This is only oh, a, it's test. a test. Public test response survey available at amberalert.alaska.gov. Great. I thought it was a tsunami alert. I'm like, I haven't felt any earthquakes. No, you, we'd have heard the uh, sirens outside. That's true. That scared the hell out of me. 
I All right. didn't break shit. I didn't even know where's near anything. I'm like, I, I was holding the phone. Oh, sorry, I hit my. I was holding the phone, and I'm like, what's going on? See, now we know who did it. Oh Lord. Okay. So let me go ahead and share this. Now we've seen the the Pleiadians. That normally that's what you see the pictures of Pleiadians all along, right? Star Trek. Kinda. But that's not what I saw. I saw a mix of this, this blue. Let me put put it that way. Okay, you see how she's blue? Like that, mixed with these guys. Huh. Hey, so, Lady Blind Wolf. Hey, Lady Blind Wolf. So, um, they were bald. But I could tell, I could dis- distinguish that they were female. Um, at least they, they felt, looked like it. Um, and I don't remember speaking to them. I didn't know what they were. For those who haven't heard my story, I didn't know what they were. And this was back in, what, Danielle was born in 2006, so 2007, 2008? 2007 around there anyway and um so what happened was is i i wanted to go to the akashic records i can't remember why but i i wanted to and when i did my astro travel that's who i met and i didn't know who they were i was like that's this is this is what started me on my alien quest um so I didn't know what the hell they were, right? But seeing them started my UFO research and everything like that. But I didn't think they were aliens at that point. I thought they were beings, ghosts, spirit, you know. And um, But I just remember the Akashic Record. I went above the earth, out in the space. The Akashic Records book, six. I think I got a sneeze. Bless you. Never mind. Um, that in like it was a book on a pedestal and surrounded by a bubble, and I on each four side, you know, the four sides there was one of these beings, and I don't remember speaking to them or anything like. Oh, yeah. Now Eddie broke it. Yes, I did. Um. And I didn't need to look at the Akashic Records because I knew everything at that point. I don't know how, but I just knew everything. Because you're a woman. That's right. And <laughs> Put some shrimp shack. I'm and glad the donkey shack. loved you. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't even look at the Akashic Records. Now, fast forward years later... Um, when the whole what plane was it that went down that went missing went off radar? Oh, that one from uh, yeah, that one. Shit, 
I, I know which one you're talking about. Right. Well, so like I was, I went down that rabbit hole of, I don't know if you guys heard the whole story about the guy on Twitter that got messages, got a phonetic um, message on his voicemail saying the plane is here or whatnot. And he put it up there for somebody to code and everything. And they thought it was that one game that played. I can't think of what it's the smartest people code things and figure it out. But anyway, so I'm like, somebody had mentioned Pleiadians and I'm like, what are Pleiadians? So I looked and then I saw a picture and I wish I had saved it. Because I saw a picture of exactly what I saw. And back then I could only describe it as. Which movie is it? The Abyss or the. I think it's the Abyss with the aliens with the blue light. That's all I could think about was how bright the blue was and how beautiful the blue was. And. uh, So anyway, I'm searching Pleiadians on the Internet and I, I see this picture and I'm like. Oh my God, I got the biggest chills in the world that day because I was like, how did they know what was in my astral travel? You know what I mean? Right. Like this picture is here. And that was what happened. That's who I saw. How did they know that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. So Pleiadians, that's my story of aliens. That's the only, about the only time I've ever met aliens. Um, that I can think of, that I know of. Let's put it that way, that I know of. <laughs> Besides the other night, that freaking energy that kicked my ass. Yeah, I, yeah. The one that all of a sudden what, just made you sick? Yeah, yeah. Whatever I called to me that night, I did kick my ass. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I'd want to feed a wild donkey shrimp jack. Right, Bear? Creation is tricky like that. So true. So true. Um, so represented of this race are very similar to humans. Their appearance. Of course, honey, go ahead and lay down. Okay. Hey guys, I'm I'm sorry to leave, but I got up four thirty this morning. Hey Richard. Uh, hey I'm Richard. A, I'm a little tired and I gotta be to work at 115. So I'm I'm gonna lay down and try to get a, a quick nap in. Um love you guys. Sorry, honey. Uh That's okay. I got, no, no I got up way too early. Um it's all your fault. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> but I, I'll see everybody tomorrow. I, I I promise I won't get up at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> I love you, honey. Get some sleep. I love you too, baby. Sweet dreams. Now get out of my show. Oh, he didn't hear me. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I didn't even, what the hell? Um. So, hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome, Richard. How are you? Hope all is well. Missy and Eddie, I just found a podcast, a paranormal podcast that airs every week on a British radio station. Yeah, Shrimp Shack, share with us. <laughs> I'd like to know. I listen to podcasts all the time. Okay, so anyway, Nordic aliens, Pleiadians. 
Representatives of this race are very similar to humans. Their appearance has features that are inherited in the Nordic race. Tall, blonde hair, Nordic aliens usually avoid people, but according to eyewitnesses, they have a very friendly and peaceful character. And now, I've never heard anything bad about the Pleiadians, except from other races that say, no, they're messing with you. They, I don't know. Because it's at that point where I don't know what race to trust and what not to. I'm not going to lie. Like I said, this is the only time I've ever met aliens in an astral travel. And then that feeling the other night, which was very, I I think about it and I'm like, it was very wicked. Um, Not wicked isn't bad. I don't, I want to express that. Not wicked isn't bad. I'm just saying it was very powerful. Um. So these newcomers were mostly men, but there was also women who had amazing beauty. Um, American Tea provided information about one such alien named Aura. Aura. He said that uh, at night he met her in a desert, deserted places, or yeah, deserted places. The alien flew on a spaceship that landed in 1952. Aura borrowed. Um, bowed the bathroom base on our planet, the sanctuary of thought. I can understand that. <laughs> as weird as that sounds, the goal of this community was to be peace on Earth. The types of extraterrestrials that visit Earth are numerous. We only talk about the main races. Um. I honestly don't think aliens, it asks, do you, does aliens scare you? Do you think that they're dangerous? And I don't. Uh, Eddie's working at the store, and yes, I'm still working in the hotel. There says, I've seen things, and then years later, I've seen depicted in music, movies, collective consciousness, puzzle pieces. Yes, that's exactly it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I do a lot of C5. And the day that, like, I'm I'm not going to lie, man. I'm at work. Like, I sit ground level of the hotel. So, like, I look out my window. I'm seeing ground. I, I mean, I can see outside and see the sky and everything. But I'm just at ground level. Like, if I look down, I can see the ground, right? And I'm so, sometimes there's... There's nights where I'm full of confidence and like, all right, I'm going to call one down and do a little C5. And then I'm like, if a little gray walks by my window, I'm freaking out. I know I am. So in due time, I know, I know that uh, <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Fair. Humanoid aliens. We all have good and bad. Yes. Yes, I agree. In particular universe, maybe there are bad Palladians. Hard to believe for me that there are some main protectors here. Yeah. They are some main protectors. I've always heard that as well. Hey, Kathy. Welcome back, Danielle. A little gray. A little gray alien. No, Freaky Geek, we haven't done that yet. 
I know we got to get back to that. I want to see if it, I'm telling you, cause a lot, it, I don't know about you guys, but I noticed a lot switch in the world, but that could have been the whole, uh, it might've not about the magnets. It might've been just the world in general. Like, I don't know. All right, Terry, have a wonderful day. No problem. I understand that. I get totally get that, Terry. Have a wonderful day, hon. Thank you so much for coming in and hanging with us, though. I appreciate it. The magnet plus the Super 7 stone? Oh, I don't know. That might be... Woo! <laughs> Shrimp Jay says, I prefer a hunky ice road trucker instead of an alien outside my window. Well, I... I'm not saying because, you know, Eddie might not like that. <laughs> I'm just messing. Yeah, the poles are shifting. Yeah, I it's it's hard for me to, you know, because that scientific mind of mine has to fight with my spiritual side of the mind. So, oh, okay. Welcome back, Terry. <laughs> Glad you're sticking around. But, um, yeah. Like, I want to say it was the magnets opening me up, and I don't know if it's the same for Eddie, but it could have been other things, too, because I think a lot of the world is waking up, I even though I hate saying that, um, that word. You know, I don't like the word waking up, but, I mean, for all, you know, <laughs> intent purposes, we'll use that. Um, so I don't know if it was the magnet or just the alignment, if that makes sense. But the magnet and Super 7, ooh, I don't know if I can handle that. And for all that don't know, we did a experiment. There was a story that we did. And, and if you guys have any experiments, you know, that you come up with, Definitely try let me know because leave it in the forums at shadowsofthemoon.net. Send me a message on one of my social medias, whatever. Um, I like doing experiments and trying different things. And one of the stories we wrote about was that or read about was that a magnet helped open up a person holding it to their third eye. And so me and Addie tried it. We how I can't even remember how minute how many minutes. What was it, a half an hour every day on the show? Well, we did it on Saturday and Sundays too. So I don't know if it was the magnet or not. I mean, I was definitely more open before the magnet, so it like intensified the opening. I guess. I don't know. Bear says awakening shifts and yeah, we just went and are going through shifts within shifts. Yeah. Biggest I've noticed within my 20 years of noticing these shifts. Yeah, exactly. You can just feel it happening. Both experiments and experiences. Definitely. Yes, it's getting lighter out here quicker, obviously, because we're heading towards. 
Oh, not good, Danielle. You should be drinking that water. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely don't think all aliens are dangerous. I think we got to watch out for some. Um, I'm still waiting for the false alien, you know, attack to go down. That's always going to be in the back of my head. Um, because, you know, just what it is, what it is. <laughs> well, you got to watch it, Andy, Danielle. <laughs> Danielle's like, Mom, Andy is supporting slapping principles. <laughs> so, I mean... There's two sides to every story. That's all I can say. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I totally, that's why I have the show, you know, for experiencers. That's why I'm very protective of my chat and my mods know as well um, that I'm very protective of my chat and experiencers are always welcome here with non-judgment. Everybody's always welcome here with non-judgment. Yeah, exactly, Bear. That's the thing. The the nuclear war, that's just it. You know, um, a lot of people, like, I don't know. I just don't understand why people can't see the reason that they're, and I've always said this, the reason they're shutting down our nukes is because it just doesn't mess up our planet. It messes up the whole galaxy and the universe. So, of course, they're going to shut down our nukes. They don't want nukes going off <laughs> Andy stop stop you know teaching my kids bad habits <laughs> all right so let's get on to the next story which is a unique case and this is the first time I've ever heard of this and now I'm going to research to see if I can find any more and if you guys know any stories definitely let me know because I'd love to hear them a unique a unique case when a UFO crashed with an abducted person on board can you imagine that you're already going through hell being abducted well not that you're always going through hell but you know what I mean um being abducted and then you crash to me that's I don't know <laughs> so it says aliens abducted a resident of Los Angeles from her home and took her into a huge mothership where they changed clothes and did some experiences on her then they decided to take her back home, but something happened and the ship crashed in a field near a military base. See, I think what it is, is our military bases are getting, they're, they're doing their reverse engineering, right? Finding out the tech. And now they know, it's kind of like, I think, and this is just my thoughts, is the military is can, can zap some of these ships. Not all of them, but can zap some, I think that's why they're moving faster and faster, but can zap them and bring them down. I really believe that. And I think that's what, I don't know if it, 
it's what happened in Roswell, but I think something like that happened. Whether it be another alien race that zapped the ship in Roswell, I don't know, but I that's my feeling on it. Like because it happened near a, a UFO base or a UFO base. <laughs> well, it could have been that too, but a military base. And I think that um have a good day, Danielle. Love you. Yeah, I know, Freaky Giga, I hope you only think your thoughts. But um, I believe that military bases have gotten smarter about this. Now that it's coming to light more. So they got to look like the big guns, you know what I mean? So anyway, in the archives of ufologists, you can find several incidents when alien ships crashed and strange bodies of dead and sometimes living crew members were seen along the wreckage. Take care. That's what TC means. <laughs> there is also a huge number of stories about how aliens abduct people on board their ships and are subject to the um, to strange, power, painful medical procedures. It all could be that the alien ship crashed at the moment when there was an abductee person on board. Maybe, although this happened even less often than normal accidents with alien ships in history of ufology, only one such case is known. I'm going to research, though, to find out. It was a calm summer evening in 1971 when California resident Debbie Clayton was ready for getting ready for bed. Her house was located not far from Edwards Air Force Base, so Debbie was already used to the fact that military planes regularly fly through the sky with noise. Hello, Lynn. <laughs> I know that feeling, Lynn. No worries. <laughs> You're right, though. Music does rule, Terry. Definitely. <laughs> I know. It did sound like that, didn't it, Andy? Military bases are UFO bases. Oops. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. However, the terrible noise she heard that evening when completely was completely different and unlike anything else. Most of all, it looked like a rolling explosion or an extremely loud thunderclap. Debbie cautiously left the house and heard the neighborhood dog start barking loud. Then she saw a dark trail of smoke in the sky, which twisted and fell. And in the same direction, in the distance, you could see something fiery as if there was a big fire. So Debbie decided that there was, it was just a plane crash. She did not want to go in that direction, realizing that she could be see burned bodies of people there. But something strangely pulled Debbie there, and she decided to go and see what that was. When Debbie approached the um, place that she saw the grass burn, and she saw that the Grass in a large area had been burned down, and at the center of this charred earth laid a large object shaped like a mushroom. Shut up, Andy. It was made of dull gray material on which there were, doing, there were dots flashing green lights. Debbie was amazed that the object seemed to be in one, like a one single piece of metal without 
welds, without joints, without any seams at all, even around the portholes and doors. However, this metal was dented and torn in some places, apparently from a strong impact of the ground. Then Debbie saw what looked like humanoid bodies were laying on the burnt ground next to the object. They were thin, with grayish skin and small stature. And among them, Debbie suddenly saw the body of a man. Or she thought. But it was a woman who looked completely ordinary, dressed in a pink jumpsuit. The, this woman was alive. But she sat and looked around with like she was frightened and stunned. While not saying a word, she just sat there. Probably in shock. Debbie wanted to go to her and help her, but she didn't have time. Suddenly, there was a noise of helicopter propellers and military helicopters circled in the sky. At the same time, soldiers appeared from all sides who surrounded the area of the burnt field, and Debbie and some other people who had came to the scene of the accident were told to leave or they would face unpleasant consequences. Debbie managed to see how the military covered the mushroom-shaped object with a large piece of tarp and how several people crowded around the humanoid bodies at once, carefully examining them. What did the woman in a jumpsuit, what they did with her remains unknown to Debbie. So the next morning, ow, I hit, I hit the mic, sorry guys. The next morning, Debbie eagerly read the newspaper, hoping to find a mention of the night's incident. There, but there wasn't even a tiny note in it. No articles appeared in the following days, and the nearest she looked up in the nearest districts too. This was not published anywhere. Debbie carefully checked all newscasts on TV, but nothing was reported there either. Soon, several people who liked Debbie saw the crashed UFO began to publicly. Um, demand that the leadership of the military base answer them why they're hiding this incident. In response, they received that fact nothing unusual was actually happening here, and what they saw was just a military transfer that had a small breakdown. Yeah, that's what happened. Things get got even stranger when the alien abduction Hey, Zach, how you doing, hon? Oh, thank you so much for the ice cream, Zach. Thank you. Much appreciated. Um, Things got even stranger when the alien abduction victim was found. Who was the same woman in the pink jumpsuit that Debbie had seen? So the woman's name was Lorraine Devork Cardini. And she remembered very little about how she was abducted by aliens, but she remembered well the moment when she woke up next to the fallen ship and could not understand what was happening. Lorraine said that the military took her from the field, put her in a military truck, and brought her somewhere where they questioned her about the incident for a while. Lorraine was still not thinking clearly and is and felt as if she was under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Her speech was slurred, and her eyes hurt from the bright light. 
Then Lorraine was put back into the transport and taken to somewhere in San Francisco, where she was far enough from her home, which was Los Angeles. Lorraine was just dropped off and left. Somehow, she got home by herself. A little later, Lorraine began to look at for a specialist to undergo regressive hypnosis and remember everything. This specialist turned out be, to be ufologist Albert Rossales. Under hypnosis, Lorraine began to tell that one night she was abducted right from her house by strange creatures. Somehow they carried her through the walls of the house and lifted her onto the ship. This ship, in turn, flew somewhere and then Lorraine was moved to a huge alien mothership. There, these creatures dressed Lorraine in a pink jumpsuit. And Lorraine described the creatures as a short, thin, translucent, and also turned out that she saw them as, a, as almost like a child. These creatures have been abducting Lorraine ever since she was young. They did not hurt Lorraine, and at some point, she even learned to distinguish them and divide them into men and women, although they all looked asexual. These humanoids had a leader who took much more, looked much more human-like than they did. It's weird, because she, she said, he was female, and from a distance... He could be mistaken for an ordinary woman. The humans and their leader communicated with Lorraine telepathically, and they also did something to her, but could, she could not remember those moments, even under hypnosis. Then she was put back on a small ship, and it flew to take Lorraine to her house. It was then that the ship crashed for some reason and fell near the Edwards Air Force military base. Um, she said, I remember, quote, I remember standing at the scene of the accident and being confused and disoriented. I saw how the military kicked the bodies of two dead aliens, and I heard in my head the voice of the leader who said they could not come to rescue to, of fear because of fear of being discovered. I cried when I saw how the military mistreated dead bodies, unquote. If, Nicole, if you need to rest, I will yell at you. If you need to rest, go rest. Or I will tell Flukey, Flukey, that she needs cookies. And I will yell it. I was right there. Let me see. Yeah, we've had some uh, problems with chat. A couple different problems. So, I mean, you know. I know. Super Bear said super active out there in the desert. I know. I, I, I want to I move to Utah and go down to Nevada. I want to go to Sedona. And just hang out and chill there. 
But Eddie, for some reason, has a problem with moving next to Skinwalker Ranch. I don't know why. (laughs) But, you know. But yet again, of course, he won't let me make a devil's toy box either. I don't know. But I do. I like to experiment with different things when it comes to the paranormal, UFOs, aliens, and all that. Welcome back, Freaky Geek. Hey, Terry! How are you? I know. I don't know. (laughs) I know. Those pink jumpsuits, they're all the rage, though. First was sound, then now chat. Yeah, that's so weird. I don't know what the hell's going on with YouTube today. And he says, I'd happily go camp on the area for a few weeks. Same with the woods around Nome. Man, Eddie gets getting too old for his own good. I know, he won't even go to Nome. It's not like, I mean, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm a part of a UFO group here in Alaska. And they're all... Six hours away, they're seeing UFOs. I keep looking out my window. I don't see them. They're like, Valdez, we don't need that shit. It's too cold for us there. (laughs) So I don't know why he won't go to Nome. It's not like, you know, I don't know. We do have to convince him to go to Nome. That's a long way, so might have to fly. No, I'm not flying because that's inner that's inner Alaska. That means freaking puddle not puddle jumpers. Um so word I'm looking for crop dusters. And I'm not flying a no crop duster. <laughs> it's good to see you in here too, Zach. I've missed ya. I want to go to Denali. Who wants to go to Denali? We try and sneak in. I mean, it's. We'll do a Renaissance mission right now. Now the MIB really are coming for me. Um, You know, I just want to see what's going on with the Dark Pyramid. That's what I want. I'm telling you, Freaky, I've heard those horns. And it's creepy when it happens because they're like everything else stops making noise. You're in like that cone of silence and you just hear the horns and it's not horns. I mean, it is horns, but it's more, it makes you, it's horns, but it makes you feel like metal scraping together, like dump trucks. Like, I don't know how you would do it, but dump trucks like scraping against each other. I think we should get Missy up on a hand glider so she can toddle off Gnome at leisure. No. No. (laughs) That's just not happening. 
But yeah, when those sounds, when those horns are going off or whatever, um, it's like metal scraping. And like I said, it was like, I couldn't believe that nobody else was waking up to this. I mean, it happened like, I want to say it was like 5 a.m., anywhere from 5 a.m. to like 7 a.m. And like nobody, I was home alone. I think, where the hell was Eddie? He might have been working early, the morning shift, breakfast, cooking breakfast, of course. He had to have, because I wouldn't have gotten up that early. <clears throat> um, So, we'll say Eddie was at work, but I just couldn't believe, like, it, it was like everything stopped when those horns were going off. Like, no traffic, no sound, no, like, everything was just still. Okay, Lynn. Take care, hon. Thanks for stopping in. Don't see how that sound would sound like horns. It It starts out, that's what you start out hearing. That could be Andy. It could be you letting some, letting one rip. <laughs> Terry, I want to go to that town in Alaska where all the vampires from 30 Days of Nights. I've never watched that movie. I figured I'd just stop in for a bite. <laughs> But yeah, I just, it's hard to explain how they made you feel. Like they they made you tense. What, Freaky Geek, what, what, or is it Freaky Geek? No, Terry. Sorry. Um, Terry, what, what town was it that they were from? I'm trying to think, probably Fairbanks. I know they weren't there in the winter. Well, I might be heading back to New York. We will see, though. Yeah, so so what do you guys think? I mean, okay, how do you think this alien stuff's going to play out? This UFO stuff. What do you think? How is it going to play out? Do you think the aliens are just going to say, screw it, and come down and say, hey, yes, we're here? Barrow. Oh, that's way up there. It's now Bethel. It's not Barrow anymore. They renamed it Bethel. And, well, the good thing about that is you can't, I mean, well, it's a good and bad thing because that's a dry county. So there's no alcohol up there. <laughs> you can only have so much. Yeah, that's way up the top. That's Russian area. <laughs> Not really, but it's up near there. That's way, I'm at the start of the pipeline on the south. 
they're up near the end of the pipeline. <laughs> Everybody comes down here from Barrow or Bethel and then they get drunk. <laughs> Andy says, I still don't see the attraction of coming to Earth. Can only see two reasons for it. One, they're in a herd for calling, or two, we are their petri dish. Well, my thought on that is that the reason they're coming to Earth is because of the fact that they have people here. We're all in, just like we're um hmm, how do I explain this? They're us in a different timeline or different dimension. I believe that. Um I believe we're all connected. I believe they're coming here and have been coming here for a long while, but they're tired of doing it in secret. Do you know what I mean? They're just tired of people not knowing who they are. Bear says, nah, I, in my opinion, disclosure is in, to, in a total different way. They are coming to us soul siblings first. I get that. I get that. Yeah, and I totally believe that we have, that's where our junk DNA comes from. The doctors say it's junk DNA, but it's not. That's true, Terry. He's like, we all have the brainiacs here on Earth. Just watch any reality TV show. But yeah, I totally believe that most of them, at least, want us to have that free energy. They want us to have that, you know, just like that's why Tesla. Now, remember, Tesla had said that he was... um Venetian? Is that what it is? I can't remember. But he's from Venus. Or at least he was in contact with an alien from Venus. Um, he would get downloads. Or he would get messages. And that's how he built most of his stuff. Um, but, and he was, we're going to get free energy, right? With the test of coil and that. And he hadn't perfected it, but he was getting there. And that's when the government's like, no, 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 no. Terry says, we are about to do something so stupid as an irreparable damage to our world. And they're here for to stop it. I, I totally agree with you, Terry. Definitely. Yes. I think it's a combination of everything. Yeah. And he said 40,000-year-old cave paintings show people climbing on ladders to Sky Realm. Yeah, I mean, they've been here. They've been here forever in a day. I agree, Bear. Tesla, beautiful being one of us, yes. Andy just thinks they're coming here to kill us. Hey, Giggle Pickles. 
Welcome, welcome, huh? They stop at probably daily. Yeah, we're real dumb here. Yeah, that's true. That is true, Bear. That is true. Andy just, yeah, Andy just thinks we're, they're all going to kill us. <laughs> Not really. I'm just picking on Andy. <laughs> He's morbid like that. Andy's morbid like that. He's like, I, I'd watch it. <laughs> I really don't think we're their food. <laughs> Freaky said we don't they they don't want their food getting destroyed basically. Andy says I generally cannot see any purpose for why they come to a war-torn world. We don't even have to tolerate our own species let alone aliens. Um, Andy, that's the thing. That's a, they want us to, they want to help us. They want, they know that there's people down here that aren't like the government that want to help people that want to help everybody, you know, and they know that they feel that and they, they kind of know that we're being controlled. Obviously uh, after like, a, if, if you believe valiant Thor, you know, the dark government and all that it's understandable they just want they want to help us i believe some of them if not most of them want to help us they want us they want to bring us into enlightenment they want to bring us into a better life a peaceful life you know that's my take on it on everything you know I think they have to do it a certain way. Honestly. And he says, so why not reveal themselves in public rather than dealing with top? I honestly think they're trying to do it in a peaceful way. And they know. They know. I forgot who it was that brought it up. Because there was a question of who would kick their ass. It would it, UFOs kick our ass or you, us kick their ass, right? And it was brought up that there's aliens are supposed to be peaceful, right? They don't have weaponry like Matt, like we do. They have other weaponry, but they don't use it as weaponry, right? And I can understand that. Terry says they probably decided we are the stupidest species in the galaxy and came to help us guide us. Yeah. That or we're just a great TV show to them. So now you see where Andy comes from. That's basically how Andy. <laughs> that could be. I mean, right. Who doesn't love drama? Right. <laughs> As a TV show. So they're like, hey, let's see what Earth's doing tonight. <laughs> you know, there's going to be something good happening there. Andy said, as long as they only deal with those in hiding, the truth will always be kept in the hiding, too. But I believe uh, that they're just, they want to, they want to show up. But I mean, because we're going to get, you know, the damn well that the government's going to get hostile. 
So they're trying to figure out a way to do it peacefully. I believe that, at least. Um, Terry said, Ale says they're from the future and are trying to figure out where we went wrong. That's a very good, yeah, theory as well. That's a very good theory. I've heard that a lot lately. That they're us from the future. It's be, it's like, so, like, Al, does Al believe, like, um, like how we go back and look at dinosaurs? If we could transport back to look at dinosaurs, that would be freaking cool. As long as we're far away from Tyrannosaurus Rex. But, um, like, that's kind of what they're doing. Like, we're in a zoo. Not a zoo. <laughs> well, um but they're looking back and that I've heard that with the grays too, that the grays, the reason they're doing experiments on us um, is because they're dying out. So they're figuring out they're us from the future. And I could be mixing stories here, but um, that they're us from the future. So they're trying to make it so they're, species don't run out as well if that makes sense let's <laughs> Andy says let's channel earth tonight mom she shit's always hitting the fan there and it's so entertaining yeah do you guys hear that man I, I stupid me I put somebody right above me and then they're loud they stop all the time Terry said, oh, yeah, but there's always the butterfly effect to worry about. I still have yet to watch that movie. I have not watched. I have both of them. Maybe that that's what I'll do today. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the butterfly effects and if I believe in the butterfly effect anymore. If I be if I believe in timelines and dimensions and everything happening right now in this moment, whether it be me talking to you guys, you watching me, the pyramids getting built, the Hindenburg, you know, all everything's happening at this moment. And he said, if I could go back, I would go back and watch what actually caused the end of the last Ice Age. Video it and bring that info back to the now. Only because I believe the ET impact theory to it, though. <laughs> Get to watching. I know, I really have to watch that. I know it's really, Eddie raves about it all the time. He's like, you gotta watch it. You can't take your eyes off of it. <laughs> Yes, yes, Terry. Terry says, I have no I, no desire to go back and watch dinosaurs, but the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, maybe the Colossal Roads, things like that, I'd like to have witnessed. Yeah, definitely. I would, I don't, like, if I had, pit, I would, well, I want to watch, I want to watch how they built the pyramids. Um, if there was an Atlantis or a Lumeria, I'd like to go see that. 
and see where it is. Although I think it's the eye of Sierra, Sahara. Sierra. I don't know where I came up with that. The eye of Sahara. Um, I read a story yesterday about the Anunnaki and somebody standing up to them. Egyptians standing up to them. I think it was. I don't know. I read so much that I can't remember what the hell I read. That's why I'm always so jumbled. But yeah, definitely stuff like that. I would go back and see that. I want to see the I want to see what really built the pyramids and why they were built. For real. Sumerians. No, it wasn't the Sumerians that stood up to the Anunnaki. The Sumerians, that's who did the pictures of the Anunnaki or the hieroglyphs um, or picture clips, whatever. Um, yes. Oh, my God, Terry, you are so right. The Library of Alexandria before Caesar burned it to the ground. Yes. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That would be amazing. Amazing. I would never. That's actually, you know what? It's funny you say that because like when I go to, <laughs> and this is going to sound corny, especially to you guys that don't know me that well. But when I like, I go to a happy place, like I go to, I call it the happy place. Um, <laughs> but when I meditate, that's where I go. And I have a library. That's what I picture my library or not what I picture my. I feel like it goes on and on and on in my library. And that's what kind of like what I, it feels like. I would learn Andy. He's like, who in the house can read the damn thing in the library of Alexandria? Let me tell you. I would, I would learn. <laughs> Andy says, when I need to go to my happy place, Nicole just locks me in my padded room. That's basically what my happy place is, is a padded room away from everybody and everything. But yet, lets me receive my downloads and all that good stuff. Then I sleep forever while it's downloading. <laughs> That's awesome, Terry. Oh, my God. I would sit and talk for her. Oh. For hours. Terry says, well, my sister could have could have to some in some degree. I can't. Yeah, it's getting to the end of the show. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> she was a professor of ancient languages. That is amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> Terry, Terry and Al, my knowledge of hier hieroglyphics is lacking. I need the picture book section, LOL. 
the Perry Reese map made about 1500 by a Turk admiral was allegedly pieced together from the ancient maps, at least said to come from the Library of Alexandria. That's awesome. That is, oh my God. See, now we're getting... <laughs> See, it always starts getting really good at the end, and then I can't talk, and that's just it. <laughs> hey, Kathy, that's okay, hon. That's okay. It's always next time. <laughs> Somewhat freaky geek. But you have to know what you're looking at. <laughs> and there's a lot more to, you know, it's not like picture gla picture graphs, pictographs. See, can't talk. Um, where you can kind of figure out what it says with hieroglyphs. You you have to know what the picture is and know what it means. So it's not, yeah. I just want to discover. Weren't the green tablets, the emerald tablets, in there as well? That's what I want. That's all I want. I want to see what those Toth had to really say. That map shows Antarctica, not discovered till about 1800-ish, I think. But what's even more impressive is that it shows the land and not ice. Yes! That is true, Andy. That is true. Man, hold cat facing right or left. What does that mean again? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, not that I can read pictographs. Pictographs. Just like the Nazareth line or Nazca lines, Nazareth. What the hell was that? Nazca lines. I want to know who did them. I want to know how they did them too, and why they did them. I want to know so much. <laughs> Terry says, "I know my sister always said that it was very frustrating as she spent lots of time in Greece and other countries throughout Europe, as a lot of the ancient writings were kept in monasteries and." Oh, my God, Andy. Wow. Um, and, like, in those areas were forbidden for women to enter. Wow. Yeah, I, I guarantee I'd get frustrated over that as well. Well, I get frustrated that everything, like, you can't see treasures that they found because they put it in, you know, at the Vatican, or they're in, like, all the, the Smithsonian. Although, in the beginning, I bet you the Smithsonian was a great idea and everything, and I love the Smithsonian, don't get me wrong, but they lose a lot of shit. <laughs> right? They lose a lot of shit. 
or it gets buried in that basement and yet nobody can go to, you know, it's forbidden. Well, why don't you let people, I mean, I get it, regular people be stealing and shit, but like assign somebody to freaking go through it over, like, they, oh my God, I'll go through it. I promise to God I won't steal anything. I just want to know the history of things, like the real deal, not what somebody tells me or not something that, you know, I've researched or, and read. I want to know. But just the way the Vatican and, um, yeah, they, exactly, Terry. They say they lose a lot of shit. Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let's kick some, some Nathonium. But <laughs> it just, it flabbergasts me. Like so much info is there. Andy says, this is where museums, etc., are full of shit and hypocritical. They, they must have the articles, but will decide for themselves what portray are the facts to the public. Yes. Yes, you're right, Terry. A lot of things just remain hidden, and that's her excuse. Freaky Geek said, send somebody with a video camera and documents that hidden stuff. Otherwise, they are hiding info they don't want people to know about. Exactly. That's just it. That's, yeah. They won't let them in. Look at my eyes twitching. That's how much I'm like, <laughs> It makes me, it does, it upsets me royally. I want to know. We have a right to know. You know? Oh, we can't write the history, rewrite the history books. Well, guess what? You're going to be anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, Terry. Shh. Don't tell anybody. I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> But yeah, it just, it makes me so upset. So upset. The same people that tried to make the Clovis first theory a fact, right? That's what I'm talking about. They have all the Tesla stuff too. That's what I want to see. I want to see diaries of people. Not because I'm nosy. I Well, I am nosy. But because I want to see their theories on things. Like back in the ancient days. You know what I mean? I read something about the Dead Sea Scrolls too. And I can't remember what the hell it was. But that just sparked that for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. Terry and Al. Well, Missy, were you winking at me? I might have been. Don't tell Al, okay? <laughs> okay, Terry. Good. Has no idea what I'm talking about. That's good. That's good. The, uh, am I, yeah, exactly. The MIB is already after me. I don't need the feds after me, too. <laughs> the, they put it in the Smithsonian, Andy. The FBI did have it. They took it, and then they put it in the Smithsonian. Which, 
there's cases missing. Yeah, freaky's like being nosy would be my number one reason to uh number one excuse to read a diary. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm telling you. Alright, guys, I'm gonna end that gonna end on that note. That concludes today's show. I hope you enjoyed the stories and encounters. A special thank you to all of you for listening in my chat, coming in and talking, or just listening. Whether you're in YouTube, DLive, Twitch, I don't think my Twitter is working, Facebook, wherever. Thank you so much for watching and hanging out with us today. If you'd like, if you have a story and you'd like to tell your story, please do not hesitate to go and and let me tell you, if you do send me a story and you want to remain anonymous, you can do that as well. Just type it in there so I know. Um, and the way you can do that, no matter how big or small it is, head on over to shadowsofthemoon.net forward slash podcast where you can either write me or leave me a voicemail. Or head over to the forum boards at shadowsofthemoon.net forward slash forum. Tomorrow's show is Thriller Thursday, and that's all about Legends and Lords. And I know in the group, Nicole already posted about it, Well, we're going to be talking about my favorite ever story in the world, and that's the Hopkinsville Goblins. Um, and, of course, you can find all the show notes from today down in the show notes or over on the forums where they'll be posted And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Andy says, bastards. They should have given it back to him, set Tesla free, and allowed him to risk bringing global peace. I know, God forbid. Terry said, I'd love to see the remote viewing apparatus they say exist in the Vatican's basement. Yeah, that would be cool. Terry and Al, you have so many stories. We'll get your butt over there and, and I'll share some. No, not the never-ending story. Not the never-ending story. Although that is my favorite story. Yes, but that's beside the point. That is besides the point. Really, Terry? That's awesome. I want to go there. Is it cultish, like they people say? Oh, you're in Ohio. Okay. I'm from Western New York, so, like, um, I had an aunt that lived in Akron, Ohio. I mean, I've been to Cleveland and Cincinnati and all that, but I'm originally from Western New York. That was a lie it ended. What was a lie it ended? What was a lie? Oh, never-ending story. Never mind. Duh. No. I think our world works like that, though. I really do. When you manifest things. I think there's an entrail. Because we thought we all thought them up as we watched the movie. And the horse didn't die in the... He didn't die. Trail didn't die. 
See? Ron! You missed the whole show. What'd you miss? <laughs> the stories I write seem never ending when I write them. Uh, yeah, same here, Terry. You guys are amazing. I thank you so much for listening. And if you're re-listening to this, thank you. And if you're listening on the podcasts, thank you. I appreciate all of you guys. I me too, Terry. Do you see how this happens? Usually I I think what you've been here for two of my shows and they've both gone over. This is what happens. We get talking and then I don't want to end, but I do got to end because I need a cigarette really bad. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, okay, Ron, no problem, hon. It's kind of like, um, what the hell movie was it where he's like, I can't get off the stage. I don't know how to get off the stage. I don't know what movie that was. But anyway, guys. Love you guys. See you tomorrow. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate each and every one of you. I really do. I enjoy our talks all the time. So until then, like I said, tomorrow's Thursday. Take care. Be safe. And remember, find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. Love you guys. Bye.